Hey everybody, welcome to the Mountain Deer Podcast. I'm Rodney Elmer. I'm up here with Taylor and uh, we're um, engaging in our first day of hunting. Yep, here we are. We did not do our leaving for hunting season podcast like we normally do when we no, leave the we, house. No, we did not. We didn't do that. Um, we've had, this has been a summer of so many things going on <laughs> and just like craziness like we've never seen before. Yeah. And most of my prep for hunting, I actually got a fair amount of it done. A little more than normal. You did, yeah. You yeah. you actually were ahead of the game on stuff that you were looking after. Right. You know, not that everything was, but we, we did. And then inadvertently, we couldn't be where we wanted to be. So yep. we uh, ended up, and of course, everybody's busy. Everybody's having babies. Everybody's got stuff going on. The weather has not really been cooperating no nope. and uh jimmy got booked for an extra day or two of work so he's he's gonna mess with that a little bit and then he'll be right up here and uh we ended up uh muzzleloading new hampshire today oh yeah we're out in the rain and the giant snowflakes yeah we're getting we got drenched today we're in uh we're it in was kind coming. of uh mid mid-ish new hampshire um, right now and you know we normally go to maine and we just basically hunt maine from the time maine rifle starts um and just go right through but this year the the camp that we rent uh we couldn't get for the first week um so we were like well you know why don't we what if we look someplace else what if we do someplace else and you know traditionally the beginning of november is hot and dry no matter where you are and there's no wind or whatever so we why don't we just hunt new hampshire we've been talking about doing it forever and there's been a bunch of spots we wanted to go and we just hadn't so we said let's uh let's go for it and because if we can't get our camp or whatever let's just let's find a spot in new hampshire and let's go for it so here we are mm -hmm. and you know it's a place i've been driving by for quite some time um 20 25 years and i've always said man that ridge looks really good i want to oh, yeah. go up there and the truth is i should have come when i had that feeling because that's when they cut the backside of it <laughs> and it would have been actually somewhat pretty good back then oh yeah and they've subsequently um really mowed it and um almost the same as like when you know the northeast kingdom that that 25 to 35 year old cuts you know are pretty yeah. much everywhere and even if it was a select cut with a few big trees they've since come back got the rest of the big and cleared trees it some more and finished clearing the, the big stuff out of it and they've left those 25 foot trees everywhere and it's just billions of one and a half to six inch trees about as far as the eye can see in every direction and yep. any place that there's some good wood up high it's bony and they couldn't get to it um so you know this is a lot and it's not that there isn't deer in here because it very well could be um there's just a lot of slash a lot of garbage uh, there's quite a few paths cut into it and there's actually a fair amount of food in a lot of these woods there there was raspberry bushes and young popple trees and all kinds of stuff the the moose were pounding on those striped oh, yeah. maple and popple trees today we we filmed a bowl there and uh you know we'll we'll put out a, a video about this but for our first day taylor and i messing around up here but it's good old smoke stick oh which, yeah you know my favorite <laughs> not mine <laughs> I, I, me neither me neither i muzzle loaders i don't know yeah i don't know i've it's never just stupid i'm not, i've never been a fan i just if you're gonna shoot something just get a gun just shoot the thing and get it over with you know yeah. you can reload it you know in this century 
Yeah. And like it's just <laughs> uh, just uh, after a while, and it's nothing. You know, muzzleloaders are fine, and they, they'll do the job. And if you know them well, and you can reload them, and you get your stuff ready yeah. to go, if you, you if you, you practice right and you, you use them, slot with them. Of course, yeah. I don't use mine for squat, so yeah. it, it's one of those things, you know. But so, and um, it's it's just the two of us. Everybody else has uh, has um, commitments this week, um, you know. So we're like, well, whatever. We'll just go stomp around. It'll be bare ground, and all of a sudden. Maine's getting snow. They're hunting on snow where we normally go, mm-hmm. so they're all on top of snow. And and we're we got we got a little bit though. It, it, up in higher elevation, it started to stack up quite a bit. There's some giant fat flakes coming down, and you know there were spots where we had you know half three quarters of an inch. Yeah, we had you know? we had a decent amount, but of course it, you know we're we're learning the area, and we're it's it is a little bit different. It is. Mm-hmm. it's it's a different it's a different type of woods and the different um ages of how they cut and the topography and the exposure and stuff was a little bit different um so you know we're running the risk of having to burn a lot of time in order to learn a new spot and that was one of the things that we talked about in the woods today for for a little bit at length was we talked about we talked about um the risk of staying in a the same spot over and over and over and over like the opportunity risk because you know if you stick with what kind of works or what has worked before you you might be actually keeping yourself back from a, a new hunting spot or from more success or from something like that but by the same token the flip side is if you go to explore someplace new it, the information that you've been gathering on where you normally go is a lot like think about how much time you've invested to really learn maine in the mm-hmm. area that we go you've really put the time in so you know every nook and cranny and you know where mm-hmm. the bucks come and if they do a new cut or something like that you know how that's going to change and where it's going to push them so like we're coming down here with no recon none whatsoever right. we haven't talked to anyone who hunts here we don't know anyone who hunts here really and you know it's a whole new ball game well, you're learning the roads, you're learning landings, you're learning the topography, the wood types. Uh, you're also just putting together a, like a an overall pattern of different patterns and trying to make something out of it. And, of course, yeah. until you've had some experience in any of it, most of it, especially from the road, just looks like a wall of garbage. So as you're, and that's most of what we drove through today. Yeah. It's just this wall of junk that you can't see out into that I'm sure has all kinds of secrets in it. And there was quite a few swamps. There's quite a few places that would, would actually be pretty decent, I think, if you got out there and poked around a little bit. But there's also some other really good woods near here, too, that we want to look at. And you end up exploring some on foot to what you think and then go and checking it out. You might drive yeah. there and, and see it and say, nope, this is not what we're looking yeah. for. Also, too, though, like sometimes it's worth the walk. And every hill has got some secrets to it and it's nice to learn that stuff but i think probably one of the major problems with big woods is that about 80 percent of it is pretty useless yeah as far as as far as actually holding any amount of deer yeah or game at all of any kind yeah and then you have the 20 percent that when you do get in those places where there's a few grouse there's a few uh, rabbits and and moose and deer and everything seems to be hanging around in it the the it has to be there the day you're there 
in some yeah. days, sometimes, like especially especially once a rut gets going and, and all the deer start rotating and moving, you know, if you have one little pocket of does in this valley and they're using one side hill and then you see the tracks and whatnot and then later on you come back and they don't seem to be around anywhere and all they did was move, you know, six, seven hundred yards in another direction in that same valley, you know, and they're in a different spot. So you can go into a spot and say, oh, it's great, and then come back three days later and there's not a thing around. Yeah. Um, or even you go to a spot and you say there isn't a thing, there's weak old snow, and still there's nothing you know so there's so many miles and yeah. miles of just nothing where and, there ain't much out and there and today today was kind of like that where we we have such a small sample size like we can't make any real generalizations about the area at all nope. because i mean we have we've got one day under our belts we've got essentially half three quarters of the day in the woods and then we got the rest of it in the truck doing scouting learning the lay of the land but even then we couldn't see the horizon no at all with a thick fog bank you know it was it was cold it was really cold and kind of nasty out today with the rain and uh, it was on the edge of snowing all the time but on the edge of turning back to rain all the time so it's Mm -hmm. this real kind of you know, in between stage that makes quite a bit of fog. So when we're driving around, when we're staying on top of the mountain today and we're looking out at the horizon, we can't read the land at all. You know, so we kind of have to just look at the map, pull our compass out and say, okay, that ridge is about over there. It's about like this. Let's do that. And then we have to drive there. Mm-hmm. And once we get there, you know, it's a whole different it's a whole different deal because it the forest does not look the way it does from, you know, from maps, or Google Earth or Onyx or anything like that stuff. So we... You know, we have three forms of scouting. You got boots, tires, and wings, essentially, where yep. you either are putting yourself in the woods to learn what's going on. You're either driving the area, learning the roads, figuring out where the entrance is, and figuring out where the access is, or you're just you're using your your maps. You're using the Google Earth. You're using stuff from the from an aerial perspective, you know, and and trying to layer all those together in order to make you know make sense of what this new area is going to be like. And you know, we had snow. You know, but mm-hmm. if they weren't moving at all and it was all brand new snow because it, it was still going today, like it came from essentially 10, 10, 10 o'clock or so is when all that snow fell. So it's like you had to be there when they went through essentially to pick up a track today. Right. Not you to just mention, did. like we've had an entire summer of rain, right? We had 21 inches of rain oh, in July. Yeah. Crazy year. Crazy. Yeah. That, and to have that much of the, not only the woods duff flattened out. But also, too, the roads have been like stripped of sand, and it's nothing oh. but rocks. Oh, so out they're bony. Everywhere. These back logging roads are bony right oh, now. Oh, it's wicked. Just horrendous amounts of rocks, and all, everything's just run off. And of course, they've been repairing roads, getting new culverts in, fixing things up, and the water levels are still high. So it literally makes everything <laughs> like a clean slate. Yep. But it's a clean slate of like maybe 12 hours, 24 hours at the most old. Yep. So like even if there was a, there are, have been years when you would see a deer track that was a month old in the dirt on the side of the road somewhere, you know, where it sat and the the, tur- yep. the track was like preserved. Yep. Now everything has just been scrubbed and it's completely yep blank blank slate and you have nothing to go by yeah it's easy to get a false sense of like there's nothing here Mm -hmm. you know and of course we know that's not true because we saw moose today we saw deer today we saw we saw partridge we saw we saw the critters of the forest but we didn't see any sign Mm -mm. apart from what they were standing in we didn't see any sign at all no none zero some old moose tracks a little bit 
on the side, of, but they were probably just those two moose that we had seen. Could be. Like if they're just in there looping around, we don't know what the moose population's like here. We don't really know what the deer population's like here. Yeah. We kind of just looked at the map and said, you know, as Let's far as this. access to the land and what the land looks like from the air, it's like, man, and then driving it, we're like, man, this might be a great spot. So this is all new, mm-hmm. new to us. So yeah, it just, it is. Quite a few more roads than we thought there were, too. Oh, yeah, way you know, more. What what didn't seem to really show up on things, there was a lot more roads oh, than, yeah. than we thought. Um, it just takes time. It takes time to figure all this out. But we're yeah. we're liking what we see. We're the yeah. only ones out here. Yeah, this really. There, we saw uh, just, uh, we went on a little scout and drive last night, and we saw like three different rigs at a WMA that were hunting up the road right here. You know, wildlife management area. You know, yeah. and they were hunting there, and it was dark, and they were coming out of the woods. Yeah, on but, this side of the river, not where we were right, today. Right, not on even. the other side, right? And yep. other than that, boy, it's really been quiet for hunters. We haven't been seeing many, but we did it's also, in, like, not the time. Well, we did run into uh, a forester as well. Yeah. So we ran into a forester, got to talk to him uh, mm-hmm. for Ursa Major, and, mm-hmm. you know, we got to learn some stuff. You know, we always like running into the people who actually run the woods. Yep. But, yeah, it's empty right now, and it's early you know, not, no, people want to sa- they want to save their, mm-hmm. they want to go out during rifle. Rifle's the oh, hammer yeah. of deer season, so it yeah. acts. Yeah, you, Jimmy missed absolutely nothing today. <laughs> <laughs> he probably saw the rain was like, good. Yeah, you can have that, boys. <laughs> he doesn't like rain anyway with his glasses uh, and stuff. And it Yeah, just, he doesn't dig that. He, he didn't miss a thing. Um, we missed him, though. Yeah. He would have been a good enthusiasm for today. Yeah, it would have definitely helped. But, you know, overall, it is what it is. I... I trust the muzzle loader when I can see through the scope better and when it's dry yeah. and uh, keeping the scope, you know, somewhat see-through ability today was it's, like that's the hardest thing about scopes is weather like this. Mm-hmm. You know, but you do what you can with what you got, and yep. uh, that's what we did. It says uh, it says tomorrow. I'm looking at the weather right now, and it mm-hmm. says it's going to be uh, mid upper 30s and cloudy. Uh, no rain and and breaks the sunshine so we're gonna have a clearer day tomorrow we're gonna be able to really like step back and Mm -hmm. actually take a peek at the land a little bit and we're gonna be able to see what they've cut we're gonna see where it you know what the what the lines look like and well i i love seeing the silhouettes in the mountains and yeah also it's helpful like there's so many small hills in between all the great big ones and you can look on the map and say oh you know here's a mountain and or here's a mountain range and then all the little foothills down at the bottom without a name on them, uh, you look at all those in the fog and you say, well, maybe that's the beginning of something. And then you drive all the way around it and no, that's not it. And then you, <laughs> you drive another five miles back and that's when you come to the real mountain. Yeah. You know, there's a fair amount of that stuff that you're going to do with the, this kind of conditions. And this is this has been some tough stuff. Yeah. But, you know, hey, it is what it is. Yeah, and, and honestly, I like the rain. I would take the rain over what we normally have to deal with this time of year where it's you know crunch. like 60 degrees yeah. or it gets really cold at night and then it's crunch and then it heats back up to the day to 50 60 degrees and then it cools back down at night yeah. so they're moving at night laying down in the day and it's dead to, you know like this is workable it's not great for the cameras we actually had some clips get ruined because we had a we had water in the microphone today so we had this this is a gear ruining weather when it's deluge all day long it's yeah. like man you get soaked your gear gets soaked you gotta be careful with cameras and stuff you almost want to keep your best camera home take the junk yeah. ones only take them out a little bit you know what happens when you leave the good cameras home yeah. you get stuff worth filming and you say <laughs> well like that's what happened imagine imagine some of the days that we actually if we actually remembered all of our stuff 
but yeah, we're we're still in good spirits. We like it. We're in, we're just happy to be here. We're happy to be hunting. We're happy to be out in the woods. And I'm sure I'm sure you guys feel the same way. And if you're not out in the woods yet, don't worry, it's coming for you. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Can't yep. wait. Congratulations to uh, Garrett uh, LaPearl There looks like he shot a real nice one, New Hampshire. Yep. That was a beautiful. There's a couple block. people have gotten some slammers already. Yep. Wow, yep. some good stuff. It's just the beginning. William William got a nice buck. Yeah, with his bow. Yeah, Ooh, that was a too. nice one. Yeah, yep. William Altman. Yeah, yeah, bunch of people, bunch of people out there already, already having some good success. And congratulations to everybody. Yep. And uh, for all the ones who uh, who haven't yet, well, you still got the rest of the season to hunt. So, yeah, <laughs> yep. just getting into it. What do you? Uh, anything you're thinking about for the season, Dad? Anything you'd like to do? Stuff you'd like to film? I mean, obviously, you and I would love to get a a giant racker on on film point blank i would oh, i would love yeah. to get that i'd like to get another grump buck i i my goal is always to try to replicate that right. video but that's hard to do one thing that you and i haven't done yet is have a buck chase a doe right up to us yeah um, not on you film have, you haven't seen a buck actually actively chasing a doe and i gotten at it. i have i yeah. i've had i had a smaller i had a smaller buck like a, a little one little like little four corn guy in uh actually in new hampshire in uh man that, that must have been that was like 19 oh, yeah. and just just shoving dough real quick and they came through right out of sight just barely you could see them going just chasing each other and then they ended up coming back through because i went down to where they were and then they came over above me so i went up to where they like you know i was right behind them i didn't know what i was doing at the time but, right but yeah i, I always like that you know, we like haven't deer, had an opportunity to film any of that, anything like that lately right that in like a deer in the face you know, do for a deer in the face. <laughs> well, you are. You're due every year. The well, the two of us, <laughs> the two of us are because we spent so much time together. Yeah. And you know, yeah. the two of us together um, are due for that. Yeah. Um, that should happen, and I'd like to see that happen. I know. I'd like to. Um, I'd like to get a. I'd like to get a, um, a moose rubbing, you know, mm-hmm. or a buck rubbing, you know, rubbing their antlers. I'd like to get that. I would love to get that. And I'm of course filming anybody shooting a buck is great. Jimmy shooting his 200 has been on the top of my yeah. film list for a very long time. Uh, yeah. But I would love to get that, shoot yeah. that story. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, and we'll get into some other stuff. We want to get into uh, buck age class structure. I got a little few ideas on that. Um, yeah, we got some We got some shorts and videos coming up of some good stuff. Yeah. Um, like our clear-cut philosophies, you know, whenever there's a clear-cut, how to go about hunting that, you know, some of the things we might do um you know we'll, we'll work our way through all that kind of stuff um yeah definitely gonna, this is a place for water oh my gosh a lot it's of water here, lots right of here, rivers so. and and rolling some oh, of them yeah. are, and this time like with all the rain we've been having they're moving oh yeah, yeah there's deep. a lot of water it's really really heading right out yeah you gotta be careful crossing some of the stuff down in here yeah wow i'm looking forward to hopefully a little bit of i'd love to have a little bit of snow still holding on the mountains in the morning mm and get out early and get up high and see if we can yeah because there's some really good sized mountains well, we could, here we could go we get the right we could go down this way and yeah. you know head south onto the, some of that bigger stuff right there and yeah, see if that, we can that was my plan i i think we ought to drop out of where we were right there and try down below a little yep. bit and have maybe just a little less cutting most of that like there there's if there's any woods that it's, would have the least amount of game it's like two or three inch poles yeah, that is like the woods 10, where there's nothing 10, 12, on the ground. 15 year old cut that's just worthless. Yeah. Well, you know? there's nothing on the ground except yeah. like wherever there was a skid trail and then disturbed all the soil and there's yeah. no trees growing there. You know, then there'll be a little bit of food in those skid trails. But 
Like and it's on a hardwood, hardwood southern facing exposure too, especially yeah. where it's all beach and striped maple and, and like stuff like that, where it's just this super super dense layer of leaves. And those species just block; they just compete so well because they have so so much foliage that when they do shed, it just is this giant carpet that hides every stick, and it's just snap, kapow, bang. Yeah, no matter it is what noisy. you do. Yeah, yeah, and it's thick still. You know, yeah. the poles are close together and there's a lot of, and it's just like, you don't even bother. Yeah, it's tough. You don't even bother. Yeah. And then of course, wherever there is a skid trailer or a little break in it and you walk on that, that's where the roughest stuff is. Oh yeah. That can make it a little tough. Um, yeah. What we did see today that you'll see in the video is there was quite a few areas where, you know, they cut it two or three years ago. And it's nice. And now, you know, the popple whips are brand new with huge six-inch leaves. That's what that bull was eating yep. is those big popple whips, you know, the, the leaves that were left over. Yep. And even striped maple leaves that were turning colors and stuff. Yep. You know, he was just grooming those right off And the raspberries stick. and some of the grass. There's they're, The new, new cuts, like within the last couple of years, and the stuff that's brand new mm -hmm. is like really the only place you want to hunt. There's yeah, only like especially really, in this area in the, with in all the, the spot poles. that we were yeah. in you know there was some there was some greenery that looked nice that we just didn't get into mm -hmm. a couple little like pine plantation -y kind of stuff but those are at the wrong age too it's almost all like it's not old enough mm -hmm. anyway it, it was cut too soon but also you know it's this weird in-between stage where it wasn't soon enough we weren't here quick enough but we're also here not late enough in that forest type life cycle to have it be worth anything right yeah, now most because the animals like aren't even using it 15 to 30 year old cuts yeah. which are just tough because yeah. they're just so whipped up in poles so it yeah. we're gonna have to we're gonna have to really kind of mosey around and uh just cover some ground in the next two days or so and really move around to find a good spot because you know we only have till we only have till sunday and today's monday so mm-hmm so we we've got some time, but we really just gotta you know beat feet, really drive around, really check it out, get back on the map, and narrow it down to that ten to twenty percent of the forest that's actually holding the game, and then look for those areas and you know just move in on them a little bit. Yeah, but it's gonna be a good season. Can't wait. Yeah, Jimmy will be here Wednesday or so, um, and uh, we're gonna uh, we're gonna have some fun. If it, it does feel good just to be back and to just. Whew, and defrag a little bit plus you and i we i don't think we've hunted much we've always had jimmy or ryan or casey with us you and i don't mm -hmm. hunt too too much and on a few days stretch of just you and me it's been a long time so. yeah normally it's me and jimmy yeah you know if yep. you guys aren't around it's usually oh, yeah. me and jimmy but. yep either is and, and just the three of us too we spent mm -hmm. most of our deer seasons it's you know jimmy's here right along with us but it worked out to where it's you know just you and me for the first couple of days yep but yeah Yep, can't wait. It's gonna be a great season. I'm not a fan of muzzleloader, but we're gonna make the best. <laughs> we're gonna make the best of what we have. Plus, we also do have a rifle tag. So, if mm -hmm. if there, you know, we don't have uh, a chance to get one down when Maine goes into muzzle, you can say, well, we'll flip back around and take our rifles to the snow. And once we've learned the area, we can still come back and use mm -hmm. the information inside the same year that we've gathered in the next week. We can still put that to work for us in the uh, beginning of December as right, well. And later so part, it's not yeah. going to be like wasted at all, mm -hmm. at all, you know. And if this is, if we do like the area and we do kind of like what we see over the next week, it's like we could just do this more. 
Mm-hmm. You know, we're open to change, open to checking out new spots, open to, you know, we, it's not like we don't know what we're doing in Maine. It's not like you can't be successful. And if you need one, you can just go there and pull one out in a way. Well, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, you will. I'm talking about you. Oh, That's why okay. I said you. Yeah. Well, even that, like you don't, you never know. You just yeah, you don't, know. and that and that's the that's the fun is a little bit of variability, a little bit of mystery. Mm-hmm. You know, we have no idea what what we're gonna run into, and that that kind of helps helps with some of the excitement as well. Yep. So, yep. But anyway, that's uh, that's kind of our day one dinner. We just barely finished up our supper, and uh, we figured we'd give you guys a little recap before we dove into the videos. But thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you're gonna have a. Uh, fantastic deer season we got lots of good stories lots of good videos coming up so stay tuned have fun everybody yeah we'll see if uh dad can knock one over i'm gonna run the camera and he's gonna run the muzzle loader so and then if we see a small one i'll take it or something (laughs) yeah but it's gonna be fun all right guys thank you so much for listening to the podcast if you have any um topics suggestions or anything like that you can always send that over to our podcast email link is down below and connect with us on the socials yep and uh we will see you tomorrow for day two sounds good all right take care bye-bye happy hunting